Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. You're listening to Comedy Central. August 12, 2019. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Massachusetts, and she's one of the four women who make up the squad. Ayanna Presley is here, everybody! <laughs> also on tonight's show, Democrats have an eating contest. Hong Kong protesters are now affecting the skies, and I reveal which billionaire pedophile killed himself in prison this weekend. It might surprise you. So let's catch up on today's headlines. <laughs> let's begin in the world of sports and superhero-ness. This past weekend was the U.S. Gymnastics Championships, where top athletes competed in a range of events, including high bars, the pummel horse, and the ring thingies. And (laughs) while all of these athletes are pretty amazing, there is one in particular who is simply in a league of her own. Simone Biles finished off a milestone-filled weekend with another U.S. Gymnastics National Championship. The final night included the Olympic champ becoming the first woman to perform a gravity-defying triple-double during the floor exercise. That followed another history-making move Friday on the balance beam. Two flips, two twists, never been done in competition. Can you see that smile? Wow, that was amazing. The only time I've seen someone do two flips and three twists was when my uncle was drunk and tried to get into a hammock. That's the only time I've seen that. (laughs) And by the way, by the way, at the end of the competition, Simone Biles somehow didn't have a perfect score from the judges, which, in my opinion, means they're assholes, you know? (laughs) Or they know more about gymnastics than I do, but I prefer to think of them as assholes because if someone does something completely new in a competition, how is that not a perfect score, huh? What are you saying? It's just like, yeah, I've uh, never seen that before, but it could have been better. I think it could have been better. (laughs) And can we all agree that gymnastics is an amazing sport to watch, but none of us knows what's really going on? (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. Like, if they just land on their feet and do this... (laughs) In my head, it's a perfect score. I'm done. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot like watching a chef at Benihana. As long as they fuss with the knives, I'm impressed. (laughs) It's just like, king, 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 king. I'm like, yeah, this guy knows how to cook. This guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Moving on to some international news. Over the past few months, people in Hong Kong have taken to the streets to protest China's increasing influence on their previously autonomous city. And after weeks of protests in the streets, today, they took their demonstration to the next level. Now to this massive protest in Hong Kong, bringing one of the busiest airports in the world to a standstill this morning. Outbound flights canceled for the rest of the day after thousands of pro-democracy demonstrators right there swarming the main terminal. This comes after a weekend of violent clashes. Hong Kong police are defending their use of force, including using tear gas inside a train station. Damn, that airport looks crazy, yet somehow still better than LaGuardia. <laughs> and... And really, after seeing this, there is no way you can doubt the dedication of these protesters in Hong Kong. Because they went to the airport, not to fly, but to protest. <laughs> Do you know how committed you have to be? Even when I am flying, <laughs> I don't want to go to an airport. <laughs> I hate the airport. <laughs> Last week, my mom asked me to pick her up from JFK. <laughs> so she lives there now. <laughs> I told you, mom, don't test me. You don't test me. And can you imagine, like, getting off the flight and seeing this? Because you forget, people were landing as well. You'd probably want to get right back on your plane, because this is chaos. <laughs> yeah, unless you flew on Spirit Airlines. <laughs> Spirit Airlines. It's like a violent Chinese protest in the sky. <laughs> and finally, while many in the U.S. are still dealing with last weekend's mass shootings, some jackass in Missouri thought it was a good idea to do this. Tonight, Dmitry Andrichenko is in jail on charges of making a terrorist threat after setting off fears of a mass shooting. The 20-year-old walked into this Walmart in Springfield, Missouri, dressed in body armor, carrying an assault rifle. He had 100 rounds of ammunition, a store manager pulling the fire alarm, sending customers fleeing outside. Police saying Andrichenko told them he, quote, wanted to know if that Walmart honored the Second Amendment and that due to three recent shootings and a stabbing, he wanted to protect himself. His intent was not to cause peace or, or, or comfort to anybody that was in the business here. In fact, he's lucky he's alive still, to be honest. Yeah, this kid walked into a Walmart wearing full body armor and carrying a giant ass gun. And he says it was all like a prank or an experiment. And I'll be honest, I don't know how much he demonstrated the power of the Second Amendment, but that was a very effective demonstration of white privilege. That's what that was. <laughs> because, uh, I'm gonna warn you now. I will warn you now. Do not try this shit if you are black. <laughs> or Muslim. Or one of those Greek people who are super tanned. I will say this, though, like, the kid has exposed how crazy open carry laws are, right? In many states, you can just walk around with an assault rifle and it's completely legal until the moment you threaten someone, which is terrifying, right? In a country where there's this many shootings, open carry is like having a law where you're allowed to dress up like a clown and sneak into someone's bedroom with a knife. <laughs> yeah, and then the person's just like, oh, are you here to stab me? It's like, nah, nah, I'm just testing the law, man. <laughs> Shh, go back to sleep. All right, that's it for the headlines. Let's move on to our main story. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. Since his arrest last month for running an underage sex trafficking ring, there were hopes that his upcoming trial would finally expose the full extent of his crimes and who else was involved. But over the weekend, that all became a lot less likely. 
Nicole, welcome back. We continue to follow this breaking news. Accused sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein is dead. Sources say the multimillionaire financier was found unresponsive in his Manhattan jail cell early this morning. Officials believe he hanged himself. That's right. Pedophile and fake billionaire Jeffrey Epstein was found dead in his jail cell after he apparently committed suicide on Saturday morning, which, if you ask me, is some bullshit, right? No, because I wanted Jeffrey Epstein to stay alive for two reasons. One, so that his victims could get their day in court. And two, I wanted him to snitch on all his high-profile pedophile friends. <laughs> now he's dead! <laughs> this is gone. You know who we need? We need that, that red lady from Game of Thrones to wake his ass up. That's what we need. <laughs> Come on, Jeffrey. And what makes this whole Epstein thing even worse is that we already had questions about his whole pedophile operation. Now, we have additional questions about how he died. This morning, the question on many minds. How did Jeffrey Epstein die while in federal custody? Epstein had been taken off suicide watch and was supposed to have been checked by guards every 30 minutes, but that procedure was not being followed the night before he was found. Sources close to the investigation say Epstein underwent a psychiatric evaluation and they cleared him from suicide watch on or about July 29th, allowing him to return to his cell. Yeah, they weren't checking in on Epstein and they took him off Suicide watch. Why? Like, I'm, I'm not an expert on psychology, but if someone tries to commit suicide, I don't think two more weeks of jail would suddenly improve their outlook on life. <laughs> now, you may remember, the reason this Jeffrey Epstein case blew up wasn't just because of the magnitude of his crimes, but also because his circle included some high-profile individuals. Everyone from Bill Clinton and Donald Trump all the way to famous scientists and even royalty. And because the story involves so many people who are so powerful, many out there are wondering if Epstein really suicided himself. This is a suspected suicide, and it just smells fishy to so many people. The timing is so suspicious. This comes just one day after those documents were unsealed. I'm not a believer in a conspiracy theory, but I do believe there's lots of suspicious activity to investigate here. Twitter erupted with a number of other conspiracy theories following the news, the shocking news of Epstein's apparent suicide. Hashtags like Trump body count and Clinton body count and Epstein murder were among the top U.S. trends. Trump retweeted a baseless conspiracy theory tying the Clintons to the death of Jeffrey Epstein. That's right. I mean, I get everyone else on Twitter, but the president of the United States is also retweeting conspiracy theories that Jeffrey Epstein was murdered by the Clintons. Yeah, <laughs> the president did this, which is pretty wild. I mean, because this is the type of moment where you would think the president would be the voice of reason. Instead, Trump is jumping into the fray. <laughs> yeah. You know what he's like? He's, he's basically that dad that when a fight breaks out in the little league game, he runs into the field, but instead of breaking it up, starts body slamming the third graders. <laughs> yeah, take that, take that, take that. Cause he's doing this in public. You know what Trump needs? Trump needs a finster. That's what he needs. Yeah, one of those secret Instagram accounts that only your close friends can see. That's what he needs. Then he can use that to just go crazy with his racist stuff, conspiracy theories, butt pics. He can just let it all out. <laughs> just get it all out. And America doesn't have to stress. <laughs> but this time, though, this time, it's not just Trump. It seems like everybody thinks that something shady happened here. People on the right are saying it was the Clintons who killed Jeffrey. People on the left are saying Trump killed him. Jussie Smollett says it was two white Nigerian guys. 
know, guys. I don't know. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but something weird happened here. Like, I was thinking maybe it wasn't Trump or the Clintons. Maybe it was America. This incident should make us all troubled about the jail system. We know that there are many deaths by suicide in jails throughout the country. The Metropolitan Correctional Center has been understaffed, leading to low morale among guards. And the two guards in the special housing unit where Epstein was kept were both on overtime, one of the guards on his fifth overtime shift of the week. Sources at the jail tell CBS News they often rely on certain inmates to assist guards in monitoring other inmates due to a lack of manpower. Yeah, you heard that right. <laughs> Thanks to overworked staff and underfunded prisons, suicide among inmates is all too common in the United States, with some prisons so understaffed that guards ask other inmates to be on suicide watch for them, which is not ideal. I mean, what if the person they put on suicide watch is a murderer, huh? <laughs> what happens then? He's just like, so the good news is he didn't kill himself. <laughs> So look, man, I'll be honest. I get why everybody's suspicious of how this all went down, because you would think a high-profile person like Jeffrey Epstein would have eyes on him all the time. But to be honest, I'm also not sure that there's a conspiracy here. Like, if anything, for me, the conspiracy has been taking place over the last 10 years. First of all, Epstein magically only served 13 months for his crimes. And in that 13 months, he got to leave prison and go to the office six days a week. And the prosecutor sealed the case which protected Epstein and his co-conspirators and robbed his victims of due process. That, for me, was the conspiracy. How did that happen? What was going on there? That's the conspiracy. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, what happened here is the result of there not being a conspiracy anymore and Epstein being treated for the first time just like everyone else. We'll be right back. You dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. This weekend was the annual Iowa State Fair. And because Iowans get to vote first in the presidential race, the fair has always been a major stop for candidates hoping to win over those crucial voters. So let's look at how the 2020 Democrats did in another edition of World War D. <laughs> the Iowa State Fair. It's an all-American experience where you can do everything from win a giant stuffed animal to deep fry and eat a giant stuffed animal. (laughs) 
And how do the candidates show that they can appeal to everyday Americans? By discussing health care, sharing education policies? No, 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 they do it by shoving a ton of food in their face. The center of the political universe this week, the Iowa State Fair. The 2020 presidential candidates ready to dive into that local cuisine. Oh my God. You like it? I would like it so good. <laughs> Corn and hot dogs were meant to be married. I could eat this at every meal. Yeah, of course. Of course de Blasio could eat that at every meal. Normally he grinds up bones to make his bread. I mean, come on. The corn dog is a step up. The candidate I feel bad for at this event is Cory Booker. Cause don't forget, he's a vegan. Yeah, at the Iowa State Fair. His options are pretty limited. That's like being a Satanist on Christian Mingle, you know? <laughs> but it turns out at this event, the press wasn't only paying attention to what was going into the candidates' mouths, they also wanted to see what would come out of their mouths. And in the wake of the El Paso shooting and President Trump's racist rhetoric, the hottest topic was white supremacy. Front-runner Joe Biden and the other presidential hopefuls are flocking to the Iowa State Fair, and they're being asked flat out if the president is a white supremacist. Based on his words and actions, yes, he is a white supremacist. He can't have it both ways. He can't keep trying to stir this up, give aid and comfort, be embraced by the white supremacists, and then say, oh, but not me. No. He's responsible. Enabling white supremacists, as I said earlier, what other conclusion can you can you come to that he supports it for some reason? He supports he's a white them. supremacist. Well, that's what I'm basically saying. So say it. I said it. No, you didn't. Say he's a white supremacist. He supports white supremacy. Is he a white supremacist? So that what else can you conclude? God damn. That uh, that got aggressive real quick. Imagine how weird that is. One minute you're answering questions about pork chops on a stick, and then the next thing you're getting yelled at to call the president a white supremacist. Say it! Say it! Hold on, hold on. (laughs) You know what that sounded like? It went from a press conference to a game night with, you know, those friends who take it a little too seriously. It's like a racist ideology. Sometimes they wear robes. Ah, it! just say it, white supremacist. Say it, say it. Now, coming into this weekend, former Vice President Joe Biden had a clear lead in the Iowa polls. But you know that old story of the race between the tortoise and the hare? Well, uh, this was just like that if the hare was 76 years old and kept sticking his foot in his mouth. Still ahead for us, Joe Biden has called himself. He has said himself that he is a gaffe machine in the past. But is that now turning from folksy joke to a real problem? We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids, wealthy kids, black kids, Asian kids. No, I really mean it, but think how we think about it. Oh. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what's worse. Suggesting that poor kids is synonymous with black kids or trying to cover up his mistake by just listing as many types of kids as he could (laughs) and hoping no one would notice. Well, white kids, wealthy kids, cabbage patch kids, gap kids. New kids on the block. Thank you, Iowa. Thank you. <laughs> but, but look, look, anyone can make a slip of the tongue, right? What's worse than a slip of the tongue, though, is a weird memory lapse. And Biden had that, too. 
Then in another comment, he said that he had met with Parkland students after the shooting at that school when he was vice president. But of course, that was after he had already left office in 2018. I watched what happened when those kids from Parkland came up to see me when I was vice president. They went into the, and some, some of you covered it. And you watch what happened when they went up on the halls of Congress. Okay, this is super awkward. Either Biden thinks he was still vice president in 2018, <laughs> or he's just invented a meeting with Parkland kids that never happened. And let's be honest, mistakes like this don't help the narrative that he's too old to run. Yeah, because this sounds like the classic grandpa mistake. You know, she's like, oh, you made my favorite turkey sandwich. Come over here and give your grandpa a kiss. It's like, sir, I'm not your grandson. <laughs> I just work at Subway. <laughs> but I will take that kiss. <laughs> now, now, with some of Biden's gaps, with some of Biden's gaffes, you, you at least knew what he was trying to say, you know? But this next one was uh, a little harder to translate. Here is another sample from Joe Biden on the campaign trail. Just watch this. We choose unity over division. We choose science over fiction. We choose truth over facts. We choose truth over facts? No, Joe, what is going on? Like, I know he calls himself a gaff machine, but the machine's going into overdrive right now. And in case you're wondering, Trump has noticed Biden's many faux pas and is already using them against him. Yeah, uh, the one upside is that Trump is, uh, well, he's Trump. Yeah, <laughs> because after Biden said, we choose truth over facts, Trump tried to come after Biden, but then messed it up by misquoting the former VP <laughs> and fixed it. And he was like, Joe Biden just said, we believe in facts, not truth, <laughs> which is the wrong, wrong thing. <laughs> like, at this point, I don't know which one of these guys is going to be president. But I know neither of them will be able to get through the oath of office. It's just gonna be like, I, Donald J. Biden, Trump, Joseph, do solemnly swear to... It's just not gonna work out. We'll be right back. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. My guest tonight represents Massachusetts 7th Congressional District in the House of Representatives. Please welcome Democratic Congresswoman Ayanna Presley. <laughs> welcome.
Welcome to The Daily Show. Thank you for having me. Such an exciting time to have you here. Uh, I'm surprised that you, you made it. I thought you would have gone back to the country <laughs> that, you, that you came from. Um, have you figured out where that is yet? <laughs> is, is it Wakanda? Is it, like, where, where is it? Where would, where, where is this world? Like, do you ever think about yeah. that tweet from the president and go, like, where, where is it? You know what? In, in all seriousness, um, I, I wish that I could, you know, feign surprise or some inflated outrage. Right. It's a very predictable prompt from someone uh, who has a long history of not only racist rhetoric, but racist actions, and every day is rolling out racist, xenophobic uh, policies. You know, this is really a distraction. These are things that he does to distract us from uh, the corruptness, the chaos, and the callousness of this administration. But I can't pretend that this rhetoric is not dangerous. It is exactly uh, why El Paso happened. Let's so. talk a little bit about the country as it stands. You know, as, as, a, as a lawmaker, you are in a unique position where you can do more than most people to try and change America in a way that, you know, you know, polls have shown even that people wanted to change. Let's talk about the shootings. On the one hand, you have, uh, you know, the white supremacy, and, you know, we, we've heard you speak about that, but, you know, everyone has agreed on one commonality, and that is guns. Whether the person's a white supremacist, whether the person is mentally ill, whether the person is inspired by somebody or just lashing out, the gun is the common factor. What do you think America can do about people's easy access to guns? Okay, well, first I want to say that, yes, guns are the common factor, and the common enemy in all of this is Mitch McConnell. And so, um, I just want to ask all of you... So please give him a call and say, I sent you. Lobby him. Why haven't we acted? Why haven't we acted? Um, this gun violence is a public health crisis and epidemic. This is an urban issue. It is a rural issue. It is a suburban issue. It is transcendent. It is a public health crisis and epidemic. It is pervasive and it is growing. Mm -hmm. New Zealand had a mass shooting. And shortly thereafter, they banned assault weapons. So why haven't we acted? Because of a deficit of political courage and leadership. Despite a mandate... <laughs> despite a mandate from this... from, from American citizens from, citizens from every walk of life. Now, here's the other thing that I want to say is important. So tomorrow, we could save millions of lives by passing the assault weapons ban, I mean, again, New Zealand acted in a matter of days and banned assault weapons, right? We could pass an assault weapons ban. We could pass universal, universal background checks. Mm -hmm. I also want to give a shout-out to my sister in service, Robin Kelly, out of Illinois, because we also have to address straw purchasing and gun trafficking. We need to hold two narratives. There are mass shootings and there's community-based violence. And we also know that there are more guns than people. And for as long as that is the case, you are going to see an intersectionality of violence. Violence begets violence. How many mass shooters and perpetrators of violence were also abusers of women? You know, these things are all interconnected. And so we need to hold space for both community-based violence, for mass shootings. We need to prioritize whether we are robbed of a life. They're not lost. They're stolen on a city block, gang-affiliated or not, or due to domestic terrorism at a mosque, a synagogue, a church, or a school. Every life matters. We've got to hold narrative for both. And then finally, 
um, an issue that I led on in my eight-year tenure on the Boston City Council, and I'm so proud in my uh, six-month tenure as a congresswoman to have convened the first hearing in the history of Congress in the Oversight and Reform Committee on childhood trauma. We have got to address the residual trauma that gun violence is leaving in its wake that is choking at the promise of our communities. Wow. Thank you so much for being on the show. Wonderful having you here. I'm excited to see what else you get up to. Congresswoman Diana Preston, everybody. Explore more shows from The Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.